Welcome to the Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. Your hosts are Justin Breen, Evan Ryan, and I'm Bill Bloom. This show is for high-level entrepreneurs and for those who want to learn to live their most epic lives. Please subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for more incredible conversations about living epic lives because we could all do that. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and thank you so much for being part of the show. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Three Guys with Epic Lives. I am Evan, I'm here with Justin and Bill. And today, Justin just found Naval Ravikant's How to Get Rich Without Getting Lucky podcast, which is based off of his viral Twitter thread, which I think now has been translated into something like 25 languages. Um, And it's even present in the book, The Almanac of Naval Ravikant, which was written by Eric Jorgensen. It's available for free online, the ebook is, or you can order it on Amazon and have the print copy, which I highly recommend. But we will drop the link to this podcast that Naval did in the show notes. I think what's really interesting is to have a discussion about just one small part of what Naval said, which was to seek wealth and not money or status. And the way that he defines it is he defines it essentially as status games are when one person wins and one person loses. And the best way to build wealth is to play a game with people, long-term games with long-term people where you can make the size of the pie bigger, essentially where everybody can win and where nobody can lose. And I think when you think about the fundamentals of how to get rich without getting lucky, which is kind of a clickbaity title, but it's also accurate. Um, the most important thing is that you do it with people who have a similar North star that you do and nobody's tearing each other down. Everybody's building each other up because at the end of the day, there's more than enough to go around um, in a game where everybody can win. Why pick a game when there are games where everybody can win? Why pick a game where you might win or you might lose. I understand that some people really thrive off of having that sort of negativity that they can run away from. Um, Personally, I don't think it's sustainable. So kicking the conversation off and we'll, we'll see where it goes. So this whole thing about don't focus on money. And I haven't listened to this yet. So I'm really intrigued, super, super intrigued because I think the majority of the world will think about wealth and they correlate it immediately with dollars. How many dollars are in your bank account, your investments and in your company? So what does wealth mean to both of you? Um, you know, um, certainly from an entrepreneurial standpoint uh, and a business standpoint, I know I'm kind of an alien. Um because I didn't even know what an entrepreneur was until 2017 and never took any business classes. Not, I, you know, I was a journalist for 20 years and, and, had for, and had my two children toward the tail end of journalism career. And so wealth for me it has never been about, it's never been about money ever. I mean, it was having enough money to have time with my children. That's really what it was 
So I, I think to answer that wealth for me has always been quality time with my family and friends and then experiences in life and then creating actual meaningful relationships and connectivity. Um, I kind of bypassed all the business owner stuff. I just it never, it's never resonated with me ever. So I think that's actually been a great blessing that I bypassed that. I don't have a definition. I've thought about trying to create a definition. I've written blog posts that never got published about trying to create a definition. I don't have a definition. I just like to do things that I really enjoy with people that I like to do it with. And I really do like to make money, but because it is a scoreboard of the amount of people that we help and the amount that we help them. And so for me, it's, it's less about the, like, it's less about the bank account and it's more about the, the scoreboard that says, here's what we were able to do. And here's how we were able to help people. Like a lot of the wealthiest people on the planet were also ones that made the biggest impact in the world. So to me, it's just kind of a, it's an objective measuring stick more than it is, more than it is anything else. But I don't have a definition of wealth. I just like to play. I like to avoid people who play status games. And I know a lot of people who want to win at others expense. And Mm. I like to spend time with people who just want to make the world a better place and they want you in their world doing it too. I always know when someone's not like that, Evan, when they lead it, like it's our first meeting ever and they lead with a new car they got or the revenue or the, or the, a big sale or big deal that they made. Um, it doesn't happen that much anymore, but you can tell you can tell they're replacing like meaningful wealth with material wealth or material measurements. They're replacing meaningful measurements with material measurements. And I, I mean, I know it immediately when someone, it's like a red flag. It's like a red flag. They're like searching for things that um, they don't have and trying to replace it with things they think that actually matter. I'll be the first thing. I'll be the first person to say that, I have desires, like I have material desires. There are things that I want, but they aren't my North star is kind of the thing. So if like, if I did like obtain one of those desires, then I would probably be talking about it with everybody that said my having those desires does not eliminate my happiness. And it's not what provides my ultimate like purpose. Okay, so that's exactly what there. I mean. Right. Well, okay, so that's ex- okay. So I just had a conversation. I'd never met this person before, and um, the first thing he said was, "My goal in life is to have a private jet." So he he reached out on social media to a bunch of people he knew who had private jets, and he wanted to learn how they got private jets. I'm like, oh, fine. Um, that's fine, by the way. Um, that's just that's. I mean, that's not my North star. I don't, you know, um, but that's, that's the kind of conversation. It doesn't happen much, but there's another guy. He, he told me I'd never met him before. He's like, Oh, I just bought a Lamborghini. I'm like, okay, thank you. Congratulations. Happy. And then, and then, you know, it, and that it's fine. It's fine. It's just like, I've just learned that that's those kind of things. Um, they don't, 
they're not true happiness measurements. They're like hits. They're like hits, dopamine hits. And then you need a bigger dopamine hit. But the real dopamine hit for me that never goes away are real relationships and family. That's what I've, that's what I've learned. So I think your wealth is when you look at your net worth, I think the value from a dollar standpoint or investment standpoint is about how many people's lives you affect and change and improve and make better. Because if you became a billionaire, there's probably a good chance that you maybe helped a billion people or made a billion people's lives better. You, you have to provide value. Your net worth is a direct correlation as to how you help the world. Plain and simple, plain and simple. And those vanity metrics, like the things like that guy told you about his Lamborghini when you first had your first call with him, God bless, right? That's great if you want those things. I think they're really cool cars, really, really cool. But the one thing that I've done with my life is you have to set goals. And when you set goals, that's when you reward yourself, when you actually hit that accomplishment. Because if you're reaching a certain, let's say a million dollar goal or 500,000 or even 100,000 and you hit certain goals, it means that you're probably helping other people's lives become better. And that's a great way to reward yourself. And I think that's a healthy way to do it too. Because I have desires. I have wants too, for sure. Um, and that will never stop because I want what I want. That's my favorite quarterly Dan Sullivan book ever, 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 ever. Wanting what you want. That frees you up. Um, and it doesn't have to be for anyone else. I have things and it means nothing to anyone else. I used to buy things to impress people when I was really young. I thought that meant everything. I thought you needed a Rolex, you need nice suits, you need all this stuff because it means you're wealthy. It's all bullshit, <laughs> complete bullshit. Hey, um, you told me to get a custom suit, so that's bullshit? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that you had to do certain ways because I saw oh. these people in our old office that oh. <laughs> had been there and this is the way. Um, you know, yeah, exactly. A custom suit is a necessity for sure. Okay. Because um, you are <laughs> going to be put in situations where you need to present yourself well. Um, and I was, you know, when you start in the financial <laughs> world, when you're 22, 23, you don't know anything, you know, zilch. So you had to play the part. Hmm. Um, but yeah, going back to that, that whole net worth and your wealth, the money is really and I ask people this all the time on the podcast, people always say it's just a tool. It's just a tool, but it's more of a convenience than anything because if you're sick or if you need food or if, you know, Evan, look at you, you've been traveling and you know what? Some places didn't work out for you. You needed a new accommodation. If you didn't have money, you'd be screwed. It's more of a convenience. Hmm. My favorite. Yeah. Uh, it's options. Go ahead, Evan. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's options. So when we had, when we had things go South, it, because we had things like emergency funds and we had expected that things would go south somewhere, we just didn't know where, it was easy for us to write a check and move on. And within, within 17 hours and 12 of them were spent asleep or waking up, it, we were gone and it was fine. Just options. The, um, to simplify all this, one of my favorite... Um... Uh, uh, so in, with PR firm in five years have partnered with three billionaires, two definitely. And then one is probably, it's just not reported. Um, and then I think seven or eight people that have been literally dirt broke and they found a way to write the check. 
which I have a great deal of respect for, but they, they found a way. So one of the billionaires, his name's Jack Schuler. He's over 80 now. He's the former CEO of Abbott Labs, which is a big company in the Chicago area. And uh, recently named a Forbes' billionaire list. And uh, so he's, he's given, in the last 20 years, he's given away nine figures, over 100 million to help underserved uh, kids in Chicago and Milwaukee, high school students to go to colleges like Harvard and Yale and Stanford for free. So thousands of kids. And then he's, he's giving away all of his money, all of it. It's all, he talked to his family first, his, his uh, children. They said, that's okay. So he's giving all of it away. Um, and then there's a sunshine clause. So when he passes away, there's a 30 year sunshine clause after he passes away to continue giving the money away. And that's just a great example, I think, of everything that we're talking about. That, I mean, that's true wealth from a financial, from a purpose, from changing millions of lives because the, the people that he's helping, you know, most of them, it's the first in any family that they've gone to college, let alone somewhere like Harvard and Yale. He's changing communities because a lot of those folks will go back to their communities and start something there. So millions, if not billions of lives being changed because of, because of one person who decided to take wealth and make lots of people wealthy. I think it's been a great discussion. I think wrapping it up, the kind of big things for us are that wealth means what it means. And the good news is you get to define it. So thanks very much for listening. If you liked the episode, please rate it five stars. If you didn't like the episode, also please rate it five stars. And we will see you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. We are truly grateful for you listening. And please make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast on your favorite podcasting channel. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family all over your social media. And again, we're very grateful to have you as a listener on our show.